consider yourself normal then this is not the show for you please go somewhere else this is wyrd if it's getting weird it's got to be the weird mountain gals show you're listening to byron and alicia the weird mountain gals bet you are i can't be at leave you're stuck up on the mountain and i'm down here i hate it it's all right i guess we need to hit all the altitudes between us it's been a lot i of reckon yeah. i swear I, i'm amazed i didn't get blown all the way up to weird mountain the other day <laughs> it has been so windy yesterday last night and right now i'm looking out the window at the witch hazel and it is just about blowed flat to the ground that's how windy really wow it's crazy down here. It's not doing anything like that here. Last night we had, I mean, I could hear a lot of wind and stuff. And I, the rocking, the rocking chairs on the front porch, I had to kind of set them down because they would have rocked themselves <laughs> right off. And, and the, there was only one questionable time for me. And it was a big old gust of wind. And evidently one of the screen frames in one of the windows was a little loose because oh, I heard it go. I heard it not. And it's like, oh, at 3 a.m., that's sweet. You know? <laughs> in a haunted house, yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? I, I think I would rather hear that because it was a loud knock, you know, bang to wake you up than the other thing that happens about 3 a.m. sometimes, which is, you know, the groundhogs. Or at least I think they're groundhogs. Yeah. They start chewing and digging about two or three in the morning. I swear it sounds uh-huh. like somebody is trying to claw up through the earth and come up through the floor. Are, are we recording the Halloween episode of this podcast? That could be any day. <laughs> any day is Halloween. Well, you know. Day- Every day, it's always Halloween in our hearts. That's you know, we probably ought to tell our listeners what the heck is going on. Oh, we should. You know, the last time we podcasted, uh, I know it was like we didn't. Now it seems like we didn't have a care in the world. I know uh, <laughs> because we were sitting in the same room together, and I'm sure one of us had a libation and. You know, and now we were, you know we were drinking tea. That's all tea. we were drinking—a bit of tea, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> you can, and uh, we were just kind of cutting up and just doing our thing. And now the world has changed. It's you know, moved my gran- on a little bit. My grandfather used to call that cutting the fool. What are you doing out there, cutting the fool? <laughs> yes, sir. I'm just cutting the fool. I was listening now- to Black Sabbath, or you know. <laughs> Almond Brothers Band or something dancing in the front yard. What are you doing out there cutting the fool? I'm just cutting the fool, that's all. I've heard acting a fool and cutting a rug. (laughs) 
put well, those two when, things together. Maybe when I was young, when I was cutting the rug, I was still acting the fool. I don't, who knows? <laughs> he was from Georgia. He couldn't help it. That's funny. Well, you well, know, so, the world moved on. It did move on. And we recorded that sweet little uh, video where we were, <laughs> we were showing everybody, see, we're six feet apart. Yes. Look, we're not touching each other. By God, I've been holed up in this damn house now for weeks. I come sneaking out early in the morning, go to the grocery store and get me a banana for my breakfast, and I come back in like a damn groundhog. <laughs> well, at least you're getting out. I've got it down to about once every two weeks I sneak out, you know, and I keep tabs on everybody. I call them and check on them and oh, stuff like too. that. Me too. Yeah, but I, I don't go out unless I absolutely have to. And uh -huh. I kind of consider that this is my reward for a busy life of being a grown-up. And now, finally, at, you know, at the age that I'm at, I'm just taking this as this is my time to rest and recharge. Chew. Good for you. Well, I got a garden to put in. I don't know about you. I've been planting and hoeing and digging, and my cucumbers came up just in time for them to get smacked with this cold weather. Lord, That's what it always is. That's what I, I know. say at some of the weather records. And I did live through the coldest and latest snow that's been recorded in this area. That was in 1992, and it was the first week of May, I believe. Yes, yes yeah. ma'am, it sure was. And the old timers will tell you that, what is it? Is it like May 10th or something like that? May 7th or May 10th or something that you don't, you, you cannot count on it not freezing uh, anytime before May 10th around here. That probably won't freeze. Well, and I don't, I, honestly, I don't know if that's even true anymore. That um, used to be true, you know, when we, really did act like we used to and we'd have real snow in the winter and rain all summer long but i don't know if that's even true anymore i mean I, our plant zone has even changed has it yeah yeah i know, I know we but, depended on but the calendar I, to tell us you know what to plant and when or at least well I no because you you know you don't plant something until the the leaves on the oak tree are as big as a squirrel's ear and you don't put your potatoes in until after good friday and you know it's all that stuff we grew up with but i tell you what i got all my my early stuff in peas cabbage yeah. brussels sprouts all that stuff is that went in early 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 onions you know me i've always got a pocket full of onion sets oh, yeah. and if there's any kind of dirt i'm like mashing onions in the ground <laughs> so all you my eat onions, that many onions i do i love onions especially little green onions oh, yeah i've got i've got onions everywhere and you know that the they come up so fast you can use them to mark where you put a bed or something else and it's like oh that's where that bed is look at all them <laughs> damn onions that's funny well you've got something coming up out here and i don't know what it is it's like a cross between a big giant dandelion and a big giant radish plant it's it's you know i don't know what it is well, there's some onions out there for sure. I know I put onions in last year. I'm sure there's plenty of onions back there. 
<laughs> well, my friend Brian was in town, and he decided he's going to cook a meal. And, you know, he's from Ohio. He can't help it. He So we get some scallions at the grocery store, and he chops up all the green part, and he's going to throw out the white part. And I'm like, oh, you, what is wrong with you? He said, well, I mean, I just wanted the green part for whatever thing. He was stir-frying something. <laughs> I said, well, I'm going to plant these in the garden. And he said, what? And I said, yeah, I'm going to put them in the garden. They'll be fine. <laughs> they were. They well, were, I think I told right you. Now. I think I told you what I do sometimes. Just to, At first, it was just to mess with uh, my husband. But now it's just kind of a tradition. I've got this bright pink flower pot. And I will take a handful of green onions and I plant them right in the middle of that flower pot. <laughs> and they come up really fast. Well, they I'll do. Tie, I tie a little string around them. <laughs> the, the green around and the middle part of the stems that come up and then they just kind of fall over the string and they look like some pretty exotic plant and it's just a handful of onions. <laughs> I'm gonna tell him you do that. It's fine for me. I'm I'm way across in another county. So <laughs> Well, you know, I've got onions that came up from last year. I've got potatoes that came up from last year, too. And so I've got onions from last year. I've got onions from this year. And there's one big old onion out in among the strawberry plants. It's probably two or three years old. It's the biggest damn thing I ever saw. <laughs> it's bigger than a leek. I don't know how long it's been in the ground, but uh, there you go. <laughs> it's like the grandfather onion. It so, is. Have you noticed? And I have truly noticed this. You know, I plan, I did that uh, link up on the page that had Willie Nelson and his son. <laughs> yes. Singing a song about, you know, turn off the news, go plant a garden. Go plant a garden. And I put that up there because I thought, you know, all these folks who are quarantined, they are busting to plant or do stuff like that i see people taking up knitting and you know me i've wanted to plant things and i know you want to plant things any year yeah um, you betcha yeah I, but i've also seen some funny as crap things i've got a friend who is just one of those bright lights of talent and he actually works on Broadway and he lives in New York City. So as you can imagine, he's been quarantined for a long time now and he's starting to get a little bit bored. And one day out of the clear blue, he sent me photographs of just, you know, him in these different hats with a, with a pipe. So he <laughs> <laughs> seven photos and one would be a pirate hat and one would be one of those try hats try whatever you call them hats and you know, yeah. try, thank you very much and yeah so just the craziest things and I was he also one time sent me a magic trick it's just no words just five seconds worth of cool <laughs> uh, that's neat <laughs> I swear though people are talking about oh I'm so bored I'm so bored I swear in my life i I'd probably count on one hand the times I've been bored I feel like I've always got so much to do that yeah. shoot, I just keep you know once one thing's done it's time to do something else you do have a lot to do and that I do you're not bored and you know I've been asked the same thing about being here because there's no tv here and there's no fast internet and there's not a giant sound system and all of that and people are saying well how do you get by <laughs> 
<laughs> There's, I'm just thinking about the sound system down there. Is that little little bitty old uh, double? It's got a cassette in it and a CD player. <laughs> That's where music comes from. When it ain't coming out, when it ain't coming out right now. It's all I need. That's it's right. Really That's good. right. And the longer I'm here, the less I play it. I mean, there have been several days where it's just been silence all day long. And I, I honestly, I really like the silence. It's, yeah. it's, it's different than what you get in your average day, pre-COVID day. You know, I was TV and Internet and driving around and talking to people and, you know, looking at billboards and hearing advertisements and so yeah. on. And as opposed to now when the TV is... Uh, you know, if I were to want TV, it would be in a measured dose. And I, I yeah. make myself, I've just, at first it was a discipline and now it's a pleasure to to say, okay, I'm not going to spend the entire day getting on Facebook or getting on my phone and blah, 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 which I usually do, let's be honest. But now I say, no, I'm going to get up and, you know, do my thing and and make myself some breakfast and I'm going to go out on the porch and appreciate it. And I've walked away from my phone several times. If I have to be quarantined, I'm going to turn it into something that's an advantage for me. And when I come out of the quarantine, I'm going to be calmer and more focused. I'm going to be ready to get out in the world. You know. Oh yeah. I love that. That's just how I feel. And I feel like it's, um, you know, I see all these memes and some of them I agree with and some of them I don't. And some of them just make me go, hmm. I saw one the other day and it said, do you ever get the feeling that this whole situation is just the Earth's way of saying, bad humans, go to your room and think about what <laughs> I swear I do sometimes. Yeah, it makes you wonder. It's really? like, Gaya, did you just get to the point where you had to have a break for a few minutes? Yeah. You know? And well, I, isn't, it, isn't it fun to see those pictures from uh, places like Los Angeles? And you can actually see the city because the smog is all done. You can see the Himalayas now. Yeah, it's amazing. You can see, what is it, dolphins in the canal in Italy? Yeah, I heard that was a that was a hoax. Is that a hoax? But it, it could be. Yeah, but it looked pretty. Well, yeah, it does, and you know, so I just figure it it may not have been my first choice, but honestly, Byron, in your life as a grown up, which that's been at least ten or eleven years, uh, it's been like ten or eleven decades. <laughs> no, yeah. But, no, that's just the month of March, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but honestly, how many times as a grown-up have you had a time where you just had to stay home, had to stay in? Without being sick. Yeah, it's enforced solitude, enforced quiet time. And so why not make the best out of it, you know? That's where I am with it. Yep, me too, me too. Plus, I'm writing a book. So if it if the weather's good, I'm out in the garden, and when the weather's not so good, I'm writing a book. And in between, I'm like cleaning the kitchen, and 
I tell you, my husband has been, he's done some amazing cleaning around here. He got the vacuum out yesterday, vacuumed oh, wow. the whole damn place. Wow. He's down, he's down dusting the, 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 the boards, you know, he's doing good. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> that really is. I yeah, think. I think so. He did well, good. Well, that I'm wasn't not- yesterday. That was the day before yesterday. We had Easter dinner. Uh, it was good. What'd you have for Easter dinner? Lamb. It was delicious. The everybody, very- everybody judges me. We love lamb. We love to eat it. It's, yes, they were creatures. It was delicious. Why do they judge you? Because it's lamb. It's baby lambs, and they're so cute. Well, I tell you what, they're also delicious. So there you go. I'm a farmer. I, I'll eat if it can be eaten. I'll eat it. And I made deviled eggs, of course, and uh, apple pie. So it was good. Well, we did the traditional. I don't I, I don't know if this is a southern thing or not, but my mom uh, always bakes a ham. Mm-hmm. She'll bake mm-hmm. a ham. And we did, uh, I split that with her and some deviled eggs, of course. And we got, uh, this year we're doing... I'm, I, myself, because I'm kind of, you know, cooking for me, um, I've got <laughs> a, little, a pint of uh, green beans that my Aunt Judy mm-hmm. put up over in Robbinsville. So I'm going to have some green beans and a couple slices of ham and a couple of deviled eggs. And, you know, to me, that's good eating. That's traditional Easter food for me. Oh, yeah. Golly. It would only be better if. The, if it was pickle beans hey i got some of those in my refrigerator i made some of those last year yeah. my, my friend greg who used to be in texas now he's up in maine every year uh i send him some pickle beans he loves them that's i believe we have talked about that in the past oh you know, lord we're talking about food again we are yeah. always talking about food <laughs> honest to god here we are again we're not even sitting at the same table we're still talking about food i know it's crazy and the, here's the other thing I, I know it is a pandemic and i but i didn't realize just how easy it would be for me to put together a pandemic shopping list you know it, it just has been <laughs> the easy but now here's the hard thing i mean the easy thing was uh through the weeks because i didn't i didn't do this all at once i I kind of shopped a little one week and shopped a little one week and I'd do my regular grocery shopping and then I'd, I'd put a couple of extra things in, but not any big deal. I, and it's, it's just, to me, I feel kind of like I was, I think I did a good thing the way that I shopped, but I said, I didn't know myself well enough because I put together the right ingredients and I've got them all over there. You know, I've got some powdered milk and I've got powdered goat milk and powdered buttermilk and mm. I've got flour and I've got cornmeal and dry beans and rice. And I have enough food to where I can make it. But what I didn't really know about myself and I should have is that I am one lazy human. Oh, I do not believe that for a time. Oh. Byron, I don't want to cook. <laughs> so I, I've got all of this food that I, I could cook. And I'm sitting here looking around going, oh, man, I'm hungry. I wish there was something to eat. Because <laughs> there's not a there's no easy sandwich material that I would just basically live on. I would live on sandwiches, I believe. 
if I could. And that's sad because I do know how to cook. Well, but I mean, cooking for one person, that's, that's, that's weird. Cause you can cook too much. You can cook too much. You'd be eating the same damn thing over and over for days. Unless you can freeze it, which you can't do down there. Cause we don't have a freezer. Right. We're going to put one either in that studio room or in that back room. I don't know which one. Somebody's getting the freezer. Yeah. But you know, truth is, I feel mostly very lucky because I have this beautiful place to 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 quarantine in and I have enough food even though I'm too damn lazy to cook it, you know. <laughs> and and I have enough common sense to know that I should appreciate the chance to rest. That's true. Yes. Yes. <laughs> And I have gotten some really good rest. Uh, there's been days, nights that I've slept a full eight hours. And wow. that is so unusual for me. I've never known that to be what happens with you ever. Because <laughs> ever, there's never ever. a day that you're not working. Yeah, yeah. So that's so. been pretty good. And there have been times that I've been, because, you know, I wake up at 7 o'clock in the morning most of the time. And it'll be dark and I'll wake up at 7 and go, you know what, I ain't getting up. And I just don't, because I'm just going to write or dig around the garden. Isn't that perfect? It is perfect. Isn't that perfect? It is perfect. I love it. Has it been hard to be a social person who's, you know, acclimated to being social and then kind of without a huge amount of warning, you are now 180 degrees from that? No, because I still am talking to people on the phone. I'm still messaging with people. And so it's like, I'm, it's just like it ever was, but I'm not traveling. That's very different because, you know, this time of year, by the middle of mm-hmm. April, I would, well, like right now, I would have been heading to South Georgia for a festival. I would have just gotten back from a conference in Maryland. But all that stuff's been canceled. We're canceled now through the beginning of June. And I'm I'm waiting to hear something that's happening uh, midsummer, and I don't know if that's gonna happen. I don't uh, know. Just go it, to may. it may. It may. But you know what I've discovered is that it's just like we're fish swimming back to spawn. Humans will find a way to get back to some level of what they consider normal. Our new normal may be way different. And and I really do feel like it already is. And I well, sometimes if it's yeah, it seems to me that the old normal is not something we want to go back to. No, I don't. I want to evolve. I want to move forward. But, you know, I wonder how much the the tower time theory that you've just, you know, talked about for all these years and the different theories that I've had too I wonder how much that's gone into my thinking because when all this started coming around I don't know if you remember or not but you were mad for about two weeks (laughs) I'm always mad you're always at some level uh, (laughs) and I'm just kind of kidding too but I'm also not kidding but for about two weeks there you you really were mad you were fighting it and people I don't think I understood, and it's hard to explain, but I felt like, well, here you are, and you've been, you know, preaching this gospel to you. It's an important <laughs> thing. I mean, it's been important in your mind. Yes, it is important. Stick your neck out and, 
and and say this stuff publicly for a long time. And so here you've been saying it publicly for a long time. And, you know, some people might have got it, but I think the majority of people were very surprised because we're complacent. We're blessed and don't know it. You know, we're complacent and don't know it. And we've become lazy, in my opinion, and don't know that either. And so here you are, you work and, you know, you've got this, it's a mindset. It's like, we've decided we're going to be capable of dealing with this. And these are the things we're going to do. And all these years, I've kind of been putting things together in my mind. If this, then I'm going to do that. Those are the internal Adlerian statements is what that's called. But uh, yeah, if this, then that. So if we have a pandemic, this is my list, you know, and you've been doing that for longer than me, I'm sure. And it's like, you've been trying to tell everybody. And now that this has actually happened, they're all acting like it's such a great surprise. And what do I do? What do I do? Tell me what to do. <laughs> well, well, you know, go back four years and read my book. That's <laughs> right. I, I wrote the damn book on it, which you, you can order by going to my website, <laughs> myvillagewitch.com. You can order yourself a copy of Earthworks and you can read all about it. My Village Witch, and it's a dot com. Dot com. Okay. All right. Well, maybe I'll go to the website and order one. <laughs> well, well, you just have well, to, I, I think. You just have to go in the there. other room. I think there's a stack of them on the table in there. I was going to say, that. I'll just walk over there. So that, again, see, I'm not actually suffering. No. So somebody no. told me they felt real sorry for me. Because you're all by yourself. Oh. I, yeah, and it's like, do not feel sorry for this girl. Because <laughs> she's fine. That's right. I'm not feeling sorry in any way. And I haven't gotten bored enough to do some stupid shit on the internet either. <laughs> and that's saying something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm big excited because I'm I've decided to brave it and go to the post office tomorrow. Woo-hoo! Oh wow! Yes, ma'am. I got a bunch of books to mail out because you know you can order books through my website, which is. <laughs> myvillagewitch.com anyway I've been kind of paranoid about the post office I don't know why you know I get paranoid about weird stuff so I've got a whole stack of books and I got some some uh, seeds I'm mailing off to my friend uh, Misty up in Kentucky and I shoot I'm just gonna I'm gonna brave it because my friend insects no, I'm just well, yeah, I'm gonna send some onion sets yeah. out, to my friends in Kentucky, because they ain't got no onion sets. God, oh, yeah. that's what I need to do: go by Southern states and pick me up another couple pounds of onion sets. Because <laughs> I ain't putting my tomatoes in yet, because it's too cold for tomatoes. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, they get shocked real easy, so I'm gonna wait on that. But I got a big old new bed dug up for them, for tomatoes and peppers. So that'll be fun when it's what time kind of to put them in. What kind of peppers? Oh, I'll do some uh, big old bell peppers and then some banana peppers and then some kind of little old hot pepper. Did you ever call them or did you ever know anybody who would call those uh, green peppers or bell peppers is what you call them mostly, but they'd call them sweet peppers. Sweet peppers, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, and a friend of mine who is from Ohio, I know I sound like I'm ragging on Ohio today, but she was from Ohio and she said she, when she was growing up, people called those big old green peppers, bell peppers, they called them mangoes. What the hell? <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. But she would say, she said sometime to me, well, so are you going to put mangoes in that? And I went, mangoes? No, I'm not going to put mangoes in my potato salad. What the hell's wrong with you? She said, oh, I mean, you know, bell pepper. And I went, yeah. what? <laughs> I still laugh yes, about that. Mango. Put some mango in your potato salad? Yeah, hell yeah, why not? You got some mangoes? I'll put it in there. She, you know me, I'll eat anything. Uh, no, no, I don't believe you would. I uh, will. You name if something. If I offered you some, you know, some sort of fast food crap, I doubt you'd oh. eat. <laughs> okay, you got me on that Yeah, one. you don't consider that food. No, I don't. I do not. I do but, not, though. I've been known to drive through the McDonald's and get me an ice cream cone when the <laughs> machine's working. When the um, machine's working, because it ain't working very often. Well, my buddy... And, I love and who you know, because um, uh, Craig would. Hey, he had Craig. A dog. hey, Craig. He had a dog named Tyler. And when he was in a particularly good mood, he would go to the McDonald's drive through and he'd get Tyler a snack. But he wouldn't let him eat all of it because it was junk food. So he wouldn't feed him <laughs> any, just anything from McDonald's. But he would. Uh, I think maybe he would give him a sausage biscuit every now and then. <laughs> he's full of dog boxes. Oh. Biscuit every now and then. See, yeah. he's looking after him. He's being a good dog daddy. Oh, he was the best. And, you know, his dog was one of the best behaved and most happy dogs ever. And uh, he was one of the best taken care of animals I've ever seen. He was my god dog. My goddess Your dog. Your god dog. <laughs> my goddess dog, yep. And he I was. Love it. Uh, when, when Craig would go on vacation back when I had my office, he would bring the dog, he would bring Tyler over to the office and Tyler would come and live with me while he was on vacation. And oh. I would take him to visit my mother. And my mom had him for a whole afternoon one time because she has a big yard with a fence so that dogs could get out and run around. And uh, she discovered that he likes eggs. And so she, she scrambled him. I came back and the dog had had a, you know, a scrambled egg breakfast and she made <laughs> sausage to go with it. And, and I'm like, toes. mom, and she said, well, look, she said, well, he's an old dog. He can have eggs. <laughs> so, yes, he was an old dog. <laughs> he had her snookered. And then Selby's That's exactly dog, what it sounds like. And then Selby's dog, which was a tinier version of Tyler, Selby's dog's named Diego, which sounds like he's a real badass, but really he's a cute little fluffball. And Diego <laughs> talked my mother into making him stir fry one time. <laughs> I came in and she had made him some rice and put some vegetables in it and an egg. And she said the same thing. Well, he's an old dog and this would be okay on his stomach. So. <laughs> anyway <laughs> so if you ever wonder where i get it from i'm just saying <laughs> food is love love is it food. is it is and here we are talking about food again 
Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Now, I've not had a dog in years, and I keep thinking I might like to have a dog again, but oh, my goodness. Well, you know, I like everybody else's dogs because yeah. I can watch them and, and, you know, feed them bad food and then send them home. It's kind of like everybody else's kids. You know, <laughs> I, I, te- I tell people about me I'm just an awful human because I will teach your dog I'll allow your dog to jump up on me and get on the furniture and I will teach your little children to cuss so that those are two things that it's not good about me but I love I love to do it especially them big old dogs it'll come and they'll run and, and the owners are like no don't jump don't jump don't jump and I'm just like patting my shoulders like come on come on jump up here well, my brother, know. my brother had a big old dog named Puddin, and that's the biggest damn dog. It's like pony size, and Puddin would come run up to you, and then it, he would sit right in front of you, and then he would raise himself up to his full height and put his put his paws on your shoulder. And you know, I'm short. He'd look right over my head. That's the biggest damn dog. And if he had ever run and jumped on me, I'm sure he'd have knocked me over, but he'd kind of run to me and then he'd sit and then he'd just kind of levitate up into the air and put his paws on my shoulder. That's the craziest dang thing I ever saw. That is. Well, you know, I love a good dog. I can't can't deny that. And we I got to grow up around some horses too. Yeah, me too. That was very interesting. And matter of fact, I think that it was last week, maybe the week before last, <clears throat> excuse me, that my cousin Johnny Ray's horse passed away finally. And I say finally because that horse was the third oldest horse in the country. Oh, my Lord. And had he not fallen into a ditch that he could not get out of, that horse would have still been alive today. How old was he? He was in his 30s. Oh, lordy. Yep. So I remember that horse. I used to ride him. He was such a good horse. His name was, and he was, uh, I want to say he was fairly expensive horse. So I mm-hmm. couldn't have afforded him, that's for sure. But I did enjoy riding him. And, you know, they always have these long, beautiful names, these titles for their horses. And uh, this horse's name was uh, Hemorrhoid. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that that is certainly a long and beautiful and noble name. (laughs) I'm going to go saddle up Hemorrhoid and take a ride up the hill. (laughs) You enjoy that. Well, now. Now, well, now you got you got to straighten something out for me. Now, did the horse have hemorrhoids, or did the horse give the rider hemorrhoids? Well, I never noticed that the horse had hemorrhoids, and he he was not a rough ride. Okay, he wasn't. He was a really good good riding horse, and he was a big horse. But you know, he had a, a big personality. And I believe that the reason he was named that is because he was a pain in the ass. Ah, got it. That yeah. explains the big personality, <laughs> pain in the ass. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, people say that about me too, you know, Alicia. No. I got a big personality and I'm a big pain I've in the ass. never heard anybody say that. You've and never heard anybody say that. Well, you're a good friend. 
Well, they're free to express opinions, but if I ever heard anybody call you something like that, they would have to answer to why they were saying that. Well, <laughs> you know me pretty well, I imagine. You could figure out why they would say that. I think if you wanted to, you were capable of that, just like me and just like most everybody else. But I, I've never seen you take the cheap shot. I've never seen you, you know, I've always seen you be kind of uh, try to be sensitive to other folks. And you're tough, too, which you can't probably say that about hemorrhoids. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody today said, said they appreciated my salty wisdom. I said, salty? What does that mean, salty? She said, you know, earthy. I said, salty not mean earthy. That doesn't mean the same thing, Anne. No, she said, I like not. it. You know, these people, they're all there, white light, and it's all good. And she said, I just hate all that. But you just come, you come into a situation and go, all right, make a list. What the hell's wrong with love. <laughs> salty. I'm just salty. That's Some all right. That is okay. So, you know, salty folks like you are just practical. It's just the issue of saving time that about half the time is, is in my opinion, because it's like, I'm sorry, I don't start out every text message to you with, hello, and how are you today? It's Alicia. I was just wondering, blah, blah, blah. It's, no, 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 I'm just going to go, have you got time for blah, blah, blah? And so maybe <laughs> I should. <laughs> what are you doing right now? No, that's what you always say. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> that's if I'm talking to you yeah. yeah so I guess this is COVID edition and I really didn't want to talk about COVID so much but it's weird because life has changed and I sort of feel like I'm in a sci-fi book I decided <laughs> we feel that way good yeah it's crazy well and we it's like we, we just had the Easter weekend so now we got the we got the plague. We got this virus coming through. We got earthquakes. We got you know Krakatoa just erupted. It's they've got locusts in Africa. Oh, that's like, right. Just feels biblical to me, doesn't it to you? It does. I wonder, and you know, that I was making originally was I didn't want to talk about it the whole time, and yet it's here. So I'm kind of glad to get it out of my system, and I don't want folks to think that you and I are not taking it seriously because we actually are. Well, we are. We're I, miles away from each other right now. Right. And, and you know, it, it feels strange, but I like to laugh about certain things, and you do too, and there's some self-depreciating humor, and there's some stories that we'll probably be telling in the next few weeks and stuff, and it's not because we don't respect the situation. So I can tell you right now, some people won't appreciate the fact that we're going to laugh about some stuff. And I'm sorry that those people keep their panties in a wad all the time and are all that sensitive. Because if they were able to see the situation uh, from another point of view, and I'm not saying mine or your point of view, but they might see that humor is a nice way to survive. Yeah, well, I'd rather laugh about some stuff and come out of it, you know, having laughed and all, than suffer my way through a situation that I didn't ask for. Well, and Appalachian people have traditionally had to deal for years and years and years with uh, hardship. 
Yep. And with things coming in from the outside that mm-hmm. trouble them and yep. and and we, you know, we're pretty stoic about a lot of things, but we have a dark sense of humor. So, you know, we're likely to laugh at something that that doesn't feel exactly right to be laughing at. But you're right, because laughter and humor is one way to survive in a situation where it feels feels compromised and challenging. So, it does. yeah. yeah. We're going to so, do that, but it's not like we're not taking this seriously because we are very yeah. serious. Yeah. So, and I'm going to say seriously to everybody, did you wash your hands in the last five minutes? Go get your butt up. Go wash your damn hands. Wash your yeah. hands. Make friends with Lysol and rubbing alcohol, just like mm-hmm. your grandma did. And, yeah. and, uh, and wash go, and- go, ahead, go ahead and floss twice a day instead of just once a day because <laughs> it's not going to hurt you. Not gonna hurt you a bit. Yeah, because that was every damn thing you see on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> well, because then when you put on your mask to go to the grocery store, you'll have fresh breath because you're gonna be breathing it. Oh, so you might as well brush your teeth good so you don't have to smell that. I'm just saying now. Well, and don't plant too many onions. Oh, wait, what am I saying? Oh, hmm. I can't. I can't help it. I know. I can't. I, know. I, I wish I could. I got my overalls out the other day and I thought, hmm, I'm going to get my overalls on. I'm going to put a whole bunch of seeds and onion sets in that big old front bib. It's going to be great. And you're going to feel so good about it, too. I'm going to feel like a real human being one more time. Oh, a real human being as opposed yes. to a, a synthetic human being? Yeah, you, you know, I have been referred to as salty, so I, I figure I better get pretty salty. Salty. Yeah, uh, she, she's talking fast. She said, you know, like the salt of the earth. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I hear what you're saying. I hear it. Salty means colorful language, shall we say. That's what I think. Yes. Sassy. Salty. Yeah, sassy and just kind of, uh, yeah. I always thought of salty as somebody who would cuss a lot. Like a, like a sailor. Yeah, yeah, like a sailor is salty. Yeah. So anyway, but that's just me. And yeah. see, somehow we are still talking about food. We're talking about no, salt. No, we're talking about salt. Salt ain't food. Salt's a well, preservative. We could be talking about alcohol. That's a preservative, too. That's true. That is true. I, so, hey, I had coffee today, first time in years. Did you really? Usually I'm drinking tea and I reverted back to coffee. I really do feel like I'm living in Robbinsville again. <laughs> oh, I had I had coffee this morning. Did you? I've been, I've been alternating all day long between coffee and tea. I tell you what, though, tea, I got to be running to pee all the time when I'm drinking. <laughs> it is the best diuretic ever. It's like, whoa, got to go. On, it depends on what kind of tea you're talking about. Black well, tea. Black tea. I'm always drinking black tea. Oh, my mom. Hey, thank you for spending your time with us here at Weird Mountain Gals. We sure do appreciate it. You know, I know time is the most important thing we have, so I promise that if you take your time to listen to us, we'll take our time to continue to be weird. Many thanks to Sunslice Records for all the help. We couldn't do it without you, Craig. 
check out our social media for information, community, or a few laughs. WYRD Mountain Gals. <laughs>